inspiring and encouraging you all day long. Jesus in the radio with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The high prayer uh, is their band, and the name of that one is the blood that Jesus shared for me way back on Calvary. It was the blood. It's, it's, it's his blood that gives me strength from day to day. It would never lose its power. We call that one Sherry Sock. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got for another uh, Friday morning. Yeah, I forgot the day is actually Friday. Hallelujah. Another week ending. February the 29th, 2021. January, I'm so sorry. January the 29th, 2001 month and 29 days into this new year. And so grateful unto all God who have all power. And uh, we're thankful for another year, another month. And on Monday, it will be the 1st of February. If not, for me, it looked like January was kind of low and kind of dragged out. Yeah, quite as fast. But we thank God, we thank God that we're still here. And uh, when I tell you there are a lot of people that have left here, and I think we all know about that. I just heard, uh, I think it was yesterday, uh, two pastors that I knew, uh, Pastor Nancy Lassiter of Birmingham, Alabama, uh, she passed. And an old pastor uh, that I used to attend her church, uh, Pastor James over at Hope Chapel on Wagner Road in Jacksonville, Florida. She passed away. I'm like, oh my goodness. And look like I saw Cloris Leachman had passed. And then I saw Cicely Tyson had passed. I'm like, people are leaving here. Yeah, now it's time to get it right with God. Yeah, get it right with Him. Because we know not a day, not an hour. Uh, when our number is up, yeah. And once our number is called, we are out of here. Yeah, we can't stop it. We come here to leave here is what I often say. And so I'm grateful unto Almighty God that I know him and that I know him for myself and that I can get it right with him for me. Yeah, I don't have to do it for anyone else. But And if I pray right, if I seek his faith, Turn from my wicked ways. He's going to hear from heaven forgive the sins in my land. Yeah. And that's what I need today. My land healed. Yeah, I want to do it according to his will, not my own. He says it's right. According to this is wrong, don't do that. Yeah. So I'm grateful again unto him today. And I thank God. He sent his son Jesus. That we have a right to the tree of life. We believe, hallelujah, obey the script. Yeah. Continue to seek God. Hallelujah. Because what we want to happen, we want our life to please. And if your life please God, there's nothing he won't withhold from us. Eternal life. Uh, getting it right with him right here. Having wisdom of his word. His spirit leading and wind. Yeah, all of this. But our lives must please him. Jeremiah 57 and 1 says, the righteous perishes 
and no man layeth it to heart. And merciful men are taken away. None consider it that the righteous is taken away for the evil. Yeah, you're getting up out of here. And I said yesterday, I said, now, I know that Jeanette, that's one I knew to be with the Lord. She taught me well. She, she was a great teacher, too. Yeah, when I was a young woman, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yet I was going over there now, attending her church, wasn't living nothing, trying but didn't. Oh, yeah. But I thank God, thank God. I continued on, and eventually he showed me the way. Eventually he come and showed me that. It's, and you can live this real life in me, but you must to me. Hallelujah. Fine. No matter what it took or take to stay with them, that's what I want to do. Hallelujah. Don't make me perfect or any of that. It makes me striving for perfection in him. It makes me striving to get my life where it pleases God daily. Yeah. And I'm grateful unto him. Good morning, Prophetess Felicia. God bless you this morning. Good to see you. <laughs> Always good to see you. And so I'm just thankful unto God he made a way for us. Yeah. And uh, when the disciples asked Jesus about it, well, what way is that? He said, you know the way. Yeah, you know the way. And because the way, the truth, and the life. If we got him, we got him. Anything we short on, anything we don't understand, we can run to him. But we must have patience to wait on him. But I, you often hear me say this. The quickest way I know God to move is concerning spiritual things. Because he said to walk in the spirit that won't fulfill the lust of our flesh. He said, the spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. He is a spirit. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. When we pray, we must pray to the spirit, pray in the spirit, yeah, sincerely from our heart. Because, see, the spirit searches your heart. It knows when it's the truth that you, that's coming out your mouth, and he knows when, no, that's not what you, no, uh-uh, you're just saying something now. But he knows when it's real and when it's not real. And whatever we do for Jesus, whatever we go to him, we want it to be real. And we want to give up this life for the new life. Because the new life is better and the new life is eternal. It's forever. This old life is going to pass away. And we are out of here. Yeah. This life that you're living right now, it's going to go. Yeah. And our lives, the believer and the saints of God, our lives is hid in Christ. So if we'll continue to seek God, continue to pray to him, ask him to help us, that God, my daily life, it pleases you. Yeah, my daily life is what you can accept. Because I promise you, God just don't accept any and every old thing. I know we do, but he does not. Yeah, he accepts us in the state we in coming to him. But once we come to him and learn better, he's expecting for us to do better. Yeah. So this is what he wants. He wants our life. Because, see, it's your life that will touch God, not your tears. Not how much you get on your face and wallow and all of that. 
but your life, the life that you're living unto him, it will touch God. If you're living your life unto him, it will touch him. Whatever you say you're going to have, you're going to have that. He won't withhold no good things from you. You'll see that things will work together for your good. Yeah. No matter how bad it is, in the end it's working out that you're on top. You're the winner. You're victorious. Oh, yeah. But we must allow our life to touch God. Hallelujah. And that's what I want today. I'm striving for that, that my life touches him. Yeah. Just a few days ago, I was sick. Yeah. (laughs) What is this? But see, I know greater is he that lives within me than he that is in the world I called upon him. And I know my number wasn't up yet. I knew that I should live and not die to declare his works. He wasn't through with me. And whatever it was, it wasn't unto death. Yeah. And I went on. He showed me going to sleep. Went to sleep, woke up feeling brand new, feeling like nothing had never taken place. The kind of radio you need. Yes, Jesus is a morning radio. Old radio for real people. in here this morning 
as we go through life. Our parents had certain expectations of us. And we have we as children have certain expectations of our parents. Spouses have certain expectations. Husband ex- husbands expect certain things from their wives. Wives, of course, expect certain things, all things, everything, every day, every minute, every hour. Sometimes impossible things from their husbands. Employers expect their employees to come to work on time. Employees expect to get paid for their work. Members have expectations of their pastor. And pastors have expectations of their members. However, when you get right down to it, the expectations we hold over one another are really nothing more than holding people to a particular standard. In so much as that holds true for us, for one another, did you not know that God has standards that he expects of his people? Philippians is written to a good church. It's a happy church. It's a giving church. As a matter of fact, Paul is writing in one way to commend them for their gift that they are sending to him by Epaphroditus. Paul is in prison, and this church was founded and pastored by Paul some ten years ago. And now their pastor founder is in prison, and they send Epaphroditus to check on Paul and and to report to Paul how they're getting along. But there's also something going on in that church that Paul needs to address. There's some murmurings. There's some disputing going on. They are arguing with one another. And Paul says to them, if you're going to be following Christ, There's got to be unity in the fellowship. There cannot be disunity in the church and then show a united front to the world. Verses 1 through verse 4 is a plea for humility. Verses 5 through verse number 11 that I talked about last Sunday is a pattern for humility. And the verses under consideration this morning, verses 12 through 18, is the process whereby we can become more Christ-like in our daily lives. I want you to look with me, friends, brothers, and sisters, in verses 12 and 13, which deals with the expectation of the Christian's work. Expectation of the Christian's work. The Christian faith Lily Grove, stands on two solid foundations, trust and obey. James, in his book, calls it faith and works. Paul is not uh, diffident about putting under the same roof 
Arminianism and Calvinism. Illustration a little further. Uh, Paul is not embarrassed to talk about salvation as divine sovereignty and human free agency. Our salvation is all of God, but we have some participation in it as well. Let me see if I can make that make sense. When Jesus went to that wedding feast in Cana of Galilee, he turned water into wine, but they had to go get the water pots. Somebody ought to help me preach it. When Mary and Martha told Jesus that Lazarus was sick and he delayed coming and he finally got there and he raised Lazarus from the dead, he did, in fact, raise Lazarus from the dead, but they had to roll the stone away. When they were out there in the desert place and there was no food for them to eat, and uh, Jesus said, give them something to eat, they said, we have a little boy here with two fish and five loaves. They had to bring it to Jesus. Somebody ought to help me preach it. We are saved when we place our faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Our salvation bears the past, changes the present, and ensures the future. God planned it. God purposed it. God pursued it. God paid for it. And God pressed it upon our hearts. But salvation begun is not salvation completed. We are told in verse number 12 to work out your own salvation. Now, if God has already saved me, why do I have to work out my own salvation? Let's discuss, Lily Grove, what that verse does not mean. It does not mean work to be saved. Jesus took care of that on the cross. It does not mean to work out an inward salvation. By inward salvation, I mean don't listen to the lie that there's some spark of divinity in you. And all you need is to fan the flame and it will become a fire. Ephesians chapter 2 says, you who were dead in trespasses and sins, God has quickened you. God has made you alive, and you are dead, spiritually dead. Anybody who comes to Christ who is lost doesn't have a little salvation in them. They are totally lost, totally depraved. There's no way I can awaken my spirit to God unless God first quickens me. I wish I had a witness here. You didn't come to God. God came and found you. The very grace you needed, the very faith you needed had to come from God. Salvation is all God. It does not mean work to stay saved. Because if I can't work to be saved, I sure can't wait to stay saved. Are y'all listening to me? That 
word fear and trembling is not a slavish fear of hell, but it is trembling anxiety that what God has deposited in me, I don't mess it up. I don't fear going to hell. Because when I put my trust in Jesus Christ, he transferred me from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. I am not going to hell. I already know that because he said, I hold in the palm of my hand, the devil can't pluck him out. I am sealed until the day of redemption. But I don't want, I don't want my work to be an embarrassment. Paul said, my greatest fear, I wish I had a Bible reading, is that when I have preached to others, I myself should become a castaway. I have helped others to gain a prize that I'm disqualified for myself. All, all this singing, all this teaching, all this praying that you and I are doing is not for salvation. It's from salvation. We don't work to be saved, and we don't work to stay saved. So what does it mean? What does it mean to work out your own salvation? It means to complete it, to carry it to its conclusion. He's talking about moving deeper in the things of the Lord and growing in spiritual maturity. It's a picture of a mine, of, of mining, of mining for gold and mining for diamond. God has put these minerals, gold and diamonds, in the earth and to mine them It's expensive. All of him with you. Day by day, you see that your salvation is mined to its full. There's some gold in you. Get out. You are a diamond in the rough, but the Holy Spirit has got to get it out. Dave Shante telling me, Mama, cheap is always expensive. You can buy Payless shoes, but you're not going to be able to wear them shoes 10 times on the road. They, they, they look like you done wore them 20 times on the road. 
It's okay if you want a pair tailored shoes because you like the way they look. But remember, you can't wear them every day. My son told me, A.L., he told me the same thing. And if you're buying cheap shoes, you're not going to be able to wear them often because they're cheap and they're going to wear out quick. They were made to only last a few minutes because you only paid a few pennies for the shoe. You get what you pay for. So with God, we want to do the same thing. He's of quality. So we want to give quality unto a quality God who has given us quality. He gave us his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. That's the most quality you will ever get. He gave us his spirit. Oh, that's great quality, right? You won't find a finer or greater quality than his son, Jesus, and his spirit. You won't find it anywhere. You can search all over. You won't find it. And look, it's such of such quality until we can't afford it. We couldn't afford it. it look, it took a special kind of blood. We, we didn't have that. No human being I know had that. It took a special kind of blood to wipe away our sins. Our blood wasn't quality enough to do it. So he sent his offspring, quality. Then after he sent his son and we believe on he sent his spirit. He gave us the gift of his spirit, which is quality. Because God is a quality God. He's no junk. Yeah. Each of us, the first time we come to him, he's not secondhand either. He's no thrift store kind of God. Nobody has worn him out and decided they didn't want him no more. Now you can have him. The first time we come to him, he's a brand new God. Hallelujah. Fresh. Ah, yeah. So this is what we want to do. We want to give so holes are not in our pockets. The more we get, the less we have. And then it comes in spurts. In January, you're blessed. February, you don't have as much. March, you get a little bit, but not as much. We want to be cheerful givers. And we want to give in places that will seal the hole up in our pockets. And how we're going to seal those holes up is obedience unto God. And we're praying, Lord, where to give. Go ahead and pray what to give. Ask him. He's there waiting. He want to hear from you. He want to know what you want to know. He wants to know what you want to know from him. Yeah. And so we praying that our life will please him. We, we get every aspect of our life in order. We know not a day, not an hour when God is going to return. And that's just not the only reason why, but it's right to do right. He's been good to us. He should be first in our lives. He should get the first fruit of everything concerning us. We wake up in the morning, we tell him, thank you first. We talk to him before anybody. You can be in the bed with your husband. You can be in bed with your wife. But when you realize you're alive, you're awake. You don't have to open your mouth. You can lay there and tell him thank you. You can lay there and pray. 
And if you and your husband saved, y'all can pray together. Because I really believe, I, it's not in the Bible that I found it, but I really do believe that they pray together, we'll stay together. But we all, then we all go on our separate ways. It's like the house divided. But if we say, hey, hold up, at least once a day we want to pray in here. First thing in the morning, let's come together and pray. You in your pajamas and house coat with your, with your scarf on your head, with your bonnet on your head, whatever, let's pray. We ain't having no coffee, no nothing until we pray. And after we pray, then we go our separate ways and do whatever it is, have your coffee, have your breakfast, no breakfast, I'm going to work, I'm running, I'm going to school, whatever it is. But we're praying in here first thing in the morning before anybody leaves. Because I need God to cover y'all. I need him to cover the house. I need him, need him to continue to give the head of the house wisdom how to run the house. And, and, and mainly take care of the house. So these are things that we're going to do. One thing I realized, people that was blessed, even the woman with the issue of blood, the first thing happened with this woman is she believed. The first thing with her is she had faith. Faith was the first gift. She believed that if she touched the hem of his garment, she would be made whole. The second gift was that she touched it and was made whole. But she had to give something. And and her first, well, really the first gift was the thought. So she had to give something. And we got to give something to the table. We got to bring something to the table. And we don't want to just bring any old thing in any kind of old way. And we don't want to just ask God not willing to give him nothing because we're looking for a hookup. We want something for nothing. We know that God has shown himself many times. I believe he loves showing himself. I believe you give God $50 and he gives you a $100,000 house. I believe that way because 50 was all you had. Yeah, 50 was all you had. You only had $10. You gave God $10. Your heart desire was a husband. He gave you a husband for $10. You was willing to give. You just wasn't going expecting something for nothing because that's the way they do in the world. They're always looking for something for nothing. Yeah. I'm looking for the hookup. This is why we shop sales. Because really, we're looking for something for nothing. Really. Because if the price of it is $110, how is it I want it for forty nine ninety five? I'm looking for more, for less. Something for nothing. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to do God that way. We want to be cheerful givers. They give unto him, give unto his work. Yeah. This is what we want to do. And then the preachers, they teach against planting seeds, unless you're planting in their ministry. Yeah. If you are planting unto their church, it's all right to plant. But if you're planting anywhere else, they don't think that you should be doing that. 
But wherever God is, I think you should plant. Pray and ask the Lord, Lord, where should I plant? How much should I plant? Because he knows. He knows who's really doing his work. He knows who is really, who life is really pleasing him. He knows all of this. So this is what we want to do. I planted seeds, and I wanted to pay $100 a month, and I didn't have it. And the Lord let me know, look, plant $25. Is that what you have? Plant $25. Plant $10 towards your seed. I'm still blessing you. The blessings have not stopped. Yeah. I saw the Lord, I, I paid the uh, $99 for blog talk. The Lord come right behind that and gave me $100 back. Oh, yeah. Why? I bring something to the table. And I try not to just bring any old thing. But I bring Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 or 10 unto the Lord. So this this is what we want to do so we don't have holes in our pockets. But if we had holes, they're sealed up. And if we're obedient unto God, we're cheerful givers. We're allowing our life to touch him. Then we don't have holes. But these are things we learn. Yeah, we learn these things. Listen, we're going to one more song of the morning, and uh, when we come back, we're coming back with quick prayer and uh, scripture reading, and we're still talking about holes in our pockets. Yeah, we always want to give nice people, give to nice people. But Matthew said in 544, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. You hear that? So we got to love them and give to them too. Many times I know, uh, you know, people may not have cared for me or, you know, said bad things about me or whatever, but they lost a loved one. And I knew how close they was to this person, and, you know, I know they're mourning and hurt and all types of things. And I know they don't particularly care for me, but I bake a cake or I buy a cake, you know, and I may fry the chicken. I may go buy some chicken because this is what we do for funerals. I may make a bowl of potato salad or whatever, macaroni and cheese, whatever I can do and take it over to them. And sometimes I don't just give it to them, but I take it where the repast is going to be. They never see me, but I know they're hurt and they're going through. They don't care for me, but I got to love them anyway. Yeah. Sometimes I've seen them uh, broke down on the side of the road, pull up, hey, anything I can do to help, they do a double take. And you can see it in their face, what she's stopping for. Now she's seeing me all broke down. Yeah, that, that's your thought. That's not mine. 
Can I give you a lift anywhere? Can I call anybody for you? You know, is there anything I can do? Because, you know, I know your car is not working right now. And I may not say that, but I just say, is there anything I can do or, you know, give you a ride, call somebody or whatever, you know. And most times they'll say, well, yeah, um, it's my tire, and I I know a tire costs about $50. You know, I, I have 35 but, you know, I don't have it all. Yeah. I called my brother. You know, I didn't get no answer. I said, well, I got 20 I'll give you 20 and, you know. You can put it with your 35 and get a tire. I said, you have roadside assistance? Yeah. And then sometimes I said, well, uh, if you want me to, I'll take you in the tire up here and, you know, you can get it fixed and I'll bring you back to put it on, you know. It, it may be two or three people there. And one of them will, you know, get in the truck. The one who don't like me don't get in. They let somebody else do it but go get the tire fixed, bring it back. These kind of situations. Yeah. So look, reading down further in Luke 6 and 32, for if you love them which love you, what thank have ye? For sinners also love those that love them. And if you do good to them which do good to you, what thank have ye? For sinners also do even the same. And 34 says, And if you lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners and receive as much again. But love ye your enemies and do good and lend hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great. And ye shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Yes, he is. Be ye therefore merciful, as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give to your give into your bosom. But with the same measure that ye meet with her, it shall be measured to you again. Yeah. So these are the things, too, we want to make sure we're doing. Yeah. We got to love the peer to be unlovable. We got to love our enemies, pray for them that despitefully use you, persecute you, all of this. Your life then will be able to touch God. You'll be able to touch him then because you're obeying his word and he see he see your heart because that's what God deal with. He know the intent of your heart, but when he see your heart is doing these things, he know your heart, your intent is right. Your motives are right. You're headed in the right direction. You're doing what's right. Because how many know many enemies don't know you, they don't understand you, you can even have friends. They don't really understand you, but they like you, so they continue on to try to get to learn more about you. But you love them enemies. And simply because you love them, you don't have to rub elbows with them every day and be hanging out with them. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's talking about giving to the bad guys. <laughs> we even give to the world. I give the word to them. If there's something I can help them with, I do that. When I was doing taxes, then it came to me to get their taxes done. I didn't change words. I didn't say, oh, hold up. Uh, you're not a saint of God. I can't do your taxes. I only do taxes for the saints of God. No. They broke down side the road. I don't say, oh, no, I can't give you no ride in this holy truck. My truck too holy for you to ride. No, we don't do that. I've broken up fights, never say, hey, y'all save, because if you save, I can talk to you. If you're not saved, I don't have nothing to say. Fight on. No. <laughs> we help the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we pray and ask God to lead us in our helping. So we make sure we do the right thing. We say the right things. Yeah. And it's all right today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to this one, and when we come back, we're coming back with quick prayer and uh, our scripture of the morning, and uh, we're going to continue on to talk about holes, holes in the pocket. Earth to God, come in God. I know you're there, hearing our prayers, wherever you are. We need you now, to send your love down. Take away the pain in your holy name, we ask this now. We need your light, we need your love, to heal the world you made, and save We're holding on, but not for long. Can you pull us all close to the Holy Ghost and keep us strong?
Uh, what you doing with them clothes you don't wear anymore, them shoes you don't wear no more, uh, the furniture you can't use anymore? The, 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 well, what you doing with the stuff? Now, we know that if it's ragged and no good, throw it in the trash. Because if it's no good, nobody wants it. Somebody will take it, but they, they, they really may not be able to use it because it's raggedy, it's worn out, it's no good. I had a young lady to tell me I shop at the thrift store. So when I get the stuff, it's kind of worn, you know, and it don't have a long shelf life on it. But the way I take care of it, it lasts. Yeah, I understand that. So what we want to do is consider what we can give. I used to take my tithes and offering and pay it in the project. To the people, yeah. I I I may buy somebody some chicken and rice and onions and you know whatever some bread and peanut butter and jelly. You know, at the tithes and offering because they had no food. And I know the church will look at where the government gave them food stamps. Well, they they used them wrong. It don't stop the fact that the kids need to eat. And the church is not going to go over there and give a portion of their money. Uh-uh. And if you go to the church for some help, they're going to grill you so hard you'll wish you never went over there and asked for nothing. The church is selfish. Well, these churches, they say they're the church, you know. These houses. They'll take you through the third degree before they give you anything. You can't even go to a church and ask for $10 to get gas in your car. Well, where your money at? What kind of income you have? On $10? You take $10 and eat. You you go out for lunch for ten, for more than $10. And you got to grill me over $10 instead of giving as a cheerful giver and let God take care of me if I'm lying to you about the 10 But they use the excuse that uh, we got to be good stewards. And they use the excuse people come and they own drugs and they want the ten dollars to give drugs, but they came to the church. Now if God say no, the answer is no. But God know I really need some gas and I go for ten dollars to get some gas, God is not gonna tell you no because what I'm telling you I need to tell us for that's what I really need it for. To get a learner. And then it become holes in the church pocket. They keep telling me they want to build a new sanctuary. Never can build it. Because every time they think about calling a contract or, or, or writing a blueprint, another bill in the building that they already got come up. The offering comes short. The tithes come short. The people taking their money, spending it where they want to. Why? Holes in your pocket because you haven't done what you were supposed to do. Say, I believe in giving what can recycle. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday I didn't have two chickens. Today I got three. Giving. Thinking of giving you. Do you know God has blessed me off the thought of giving? I didn't give it yet. Just the thought of giving it, he went on and blessed me. Because we, we're not looking for a hookup. We're looking to bring something to the table. We're looking to be cheerful givers. 
we we looking to give unto God because he's given so much unto us. And we can't always just put it in his hand. But what we do is we give it to his people. We give it to whoever he says to give it to, whoever's in dire need, whoever's in dire straits. This is what we do. You don't gave even, but you gave to the wrong places. You gave in places where uh, if you call over there, you're not going to get nothing. You've been giving to them people forever and a day. They don't even know you. To be honest, they don't even care to know you. They just want what you can give them so they can keep building on their empire. Yeah. So you sow much and bring in little. You eat, but you have not enough. Yeah, you don't have enough to eat because you, you didn't bless nobody with a chicken. You, you you didn't give nobody a pot of beans. You you didn't give nobody a can of tomatoes. Nobody an egg. You, you know you you just couldn't share that butter with nobody without talking about them. And today, uh, uh, a lot of times people don't do that no more. They don't ask neighbors for butter. They don't ask for sugar or eggs or a cup of rice. They don't do that anymore because the people going to talk about them real bad. I'm talking about really bad. You know she come over here and ask me for two eggs. How much is a crate of a, a kind of eggs? How much is 12 eggs? Well, if she asked for two, that means she didn't have one. And she may have come over here and asked for two eggs because she got the plenty of money to buy eggs. She just didn't feel like going to the store at the eggs right now. They're on her grocery list. When she go to the store, she'll buy more eggs, and what she'll do is bring your two little eggs back. Yeah. A million times you can't even ask your neighbor for a ride. Yeah, they're going to talk about you real bad. You know she came over here and asked me for a ride? What's wrong with her car? So when you go to ask for the ride, you go to explaining what you need, the reason you're asking for a ride. When you go to ask for two eggs, you quickly explain to them your reason for asking for two eggs. You so much bring in little. You eat, but you have not enough. You drink, but are not filled with drink. You don't even have enough drink over there. Water don't suffice you. Water don't satisfy you. You want some Kool-Aid, you you want some apple juice, you know, you want some iced tea. You don't have it. You clothe you, you clothe yourself, but there's none warm. You don't have clothes for every season. When the winter comes, you don't have winter clothes, you still got summer clothes. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put into a bag with holes. You're making money and you're putting it in your wallet, you're putting it in your purse, but it's falling through the hole because you're not doing right. 
You're not sowing where you should be sowing. You're not giving to the poor. You never really consider them unless somebody mentioned them to you, but you never consider the poor. And many people have much, but they'll tell you, I'm poor. See, because they're not thankful for, for what God has given to you, for, to them. How I many know little is much with God? He can take little and multiply it. I'm a living witness. So they have much. They have a car. They have a roof over their head, and they're not struggling to pay the, 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 the rent or the, or the mortgage. They're not struggling to make the car payment. They have groceries. Yeah, they have all kind of things. But they're not willing to share with nobody, and then they still consider, I don't have enough. Because with man, he's always uh, thinking of doing more. He's always thinking. If he get a a, a, a hoop there. He's riding, but he's always thinking of getting a better car. I'm a living witness. Been there and done it. I had a 2010, wanted the 2015 and 15. God did it because my life touched. He saw the work I was doing unto him, and it touched. So we want to sow, but we want to sow in the right places. We want to plant but we want to plant in the right places. Yeah. Thank you, Brother Louis. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah. So we want to do the things that please God. We want to do what keeps him satisfied with us, our ways, our thoughts. Yeah, the things we're doing. I had a sister we talked last week, and she was telling me uh, her her sister always liked to be in these big places, you know, in high places with people that's in high places. Because some people are looking to be all of that. Some people name drop, they call it, all this kind of stuff. That's not me. And I thank God, I want in a name drop, and I want it to be Jesus Christ. Yeah, the names I want to drop, I want to drop the name of Jesus. Yeah, I know Jesus. I've said it many days. Oh, that bell peppers. Ooh, they show expensive these days. My bell pepper can cost $25 a piece, each one of them. And if I need or want a bell pepper, I got a man that will supply. Ooh, he must be rich. I say, own everything. They think I'm talking about a natural man. And I go on and let him know his name, Jesus. I go on and let him know, yeah, God got it all. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness of the world, and they that dwell therein. Amen. You write about that, sister, but just a few minutes ago you didn't remember that. I come to remind you. So we want to sow in good places. We want to sow in places where we'll reap a harvest. 
It enhances our life to please God. This is where we want to sow. Because we want him to see. Lord, I heard what your word said. And I want to obey your word to the last letter. I want to give where you want me to give. I want to give where you say give. I want to do what you said to do. You said to bless the widowers and the fatherless children. You said I could be doing all this other stuff out here. I could be preaching, prophesying, all of that. But if I'm not looking out for the widowers and the fatherless children, something wrong with my with my salvation. Yeah, that's what James said. I didn't say it now. James wrote, wrote that. He was inspired to write it. Yeah. He also told us about faith and patience, and uh, if we like wisdom, we can ask God. You know, he told us when we ask for something in faith, don't waver with it, because we're not going to get it if we're going back and forth. He said, because we're going back and forth, tossed, you know, like the wind. I don't think you're going to get nothing from the Lord. That's what James said. He also said, because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Yeah, that's what James told us. He told us about temptation. He said, them that endure the temptation, we bless. Because we're being tried. And we receive a crown of life, which the Lord had promised to them that love him. He also told us when we tempted, don't let nobody say, no man say that I'm tempted of God because God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempted he any man. He's not going to tempt you with nothing evil. He's not going to tell you to go with somebody else's husband. That's evil. That's wrong. He's not going to tell you go ahead and uh, put them two canned goods in your pocket. No, he ain't going to tell you to steal nothing. Go ahead and get you some children and put on your taxes and cheat. That's not God. That's you being tempted and falling into temptation. He told us that when every man is tempted, when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed, he said that's when lust have conceived and it brings forth, and sin when it is finished, it brings forth death. And he asked us not, he said, do not err, my beloved brethren. The word brethren there again is generic, man or woman. Don't don't err. Listen to me, in other words, he's saying, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will begot he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. He made us over again. we brand new. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things passed away, and behold, all things have become new. So we, we're kind of first fruits of his creatures. He so 
So wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Yeah, we're going to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Slow to clown and when we get angry. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. When man gets angry, it, it don't work the righteousness of God. God had to let us know, you can be angry but sin not. Don't act a donkey because you're angry. Don't tap nothing. Don't shoot nobody. Don't hurt nobody. Because you're mad. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. We need the word. Let go to lust. Let go to porn movies and, and, and all this stuff, laying with folks you're not married to and uh, doing dirty deeds and evil stuff. Let that let, let go. Stop working witchcraft against people. Stop slinging salt and all this stuff against somebody. Stop going to these two-headed people talking about what they you need to get to put on somebody because they did. Stop all of that, church folks. Stop going to the palm readers. God gave them the gift, but they take the gift and use it for the devil. Stop all of that. The word you need is in the word of God. Yeah, you don't have to keep running to these people talking about your future. God gave you a future when he saved you. You just need to obey his word. That word is what's going to take care of us. The word is what saved us, what caused us to come to God. We heard and believed. Then James jumped on on it. He said, be ye not doers of the word. I mean, be ye doers of the word, I'm sorry. Not hearers only, deceiving your own self. See, you can know the word, but you're going to deceive yourself because you're knowing the word, but you're not obeying the word. You're knowing the word, but you're not doing what the word says. So many think because they know the word, they on their way somewhere with God. You're not on your way nowhere because you're not doing what the word say do. Your life is not touching God because you haven't allowed his word to lead and guide you. You haven't made a conscious decision. I'm going to live by this word. I've had people tell me that's a hard word you preach. I can't live that. I said, well, I'm going to tell you, you can live it. I'm a living witness. You've been here with me every day. Have you seen any changes? No. I said, you can live this word. Yeah, one lady told me, I, I call you because with you is Jesus all day long. I don't care when I call you, you're going to tell me what the word said. Yeah, because the word works. It's a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. I didn't pray. We're going to get there. Don't worry. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer. Now, this is what James teaching us. He's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. You know how you look in the mirror? But he beholdeth himself and goes his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he is. I don't forget how I looked in this mirror. I saw it. Now I'm walking away from it. I don't forget what I look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
went on down there. He said, but whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work now. A doer of the work. He done got off the word right quick, and now he on the work. Faith and work go together. He going to teach you that. Whosoever look into the law of liberty and continues therein. I say go on and look in the word. Being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deeds. Your life will touch God now because you obey in his word. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridles not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is in vain. I like talking with a good person. I like talking with a person that understands. I like talking to a person every now and then we get to laugh together. Yeah, Sister Spinner, one of them people. But every now and then, I have to put myself in check. After the after the conversation, I got to put it in check. Lord, what did I say was wrong? What did I do that was wrong? And he'll show me. He'll show me. You said this, you did that, whatever it is. Yeah. It says, any man among you seem to be religious and bridled not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart. This man's religion is vain. Now, this is what he said. This is what God inspired James to teach us. Pure religion now. Pure religion. Pure righteousness with God. And undefiled before God. And the Father is this. Now, this is what he said. To visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction. And to keep himself unspotted from the world. Now, James said this is when you know they're the people of God. They're concerned about the fatherless children. They're going over there and check on them, you know. If they can't check on them, they're going over there. They know they're hungry. They don't have They're going over there and take some plates of food. When they get children clothes, they're going to rush over there and, and, and distribute the clothes out among them because there's a bunch of them in there that don't have daddies. Some of them have their mama, but their mama is not a man. God designed a man for a special work. A man is usually, a thoroughbred man is usually rough, rugged, and real. And when it comes to a woman, he got a soft side to him. Because he treats the woman as the weaker vessel. Now, when a man treating a woman as really his equal and stronger, that's because she done stepped out and, and showed flex her muscles. You say, oh, she got it, then she can do this. But when dealing with a woman, God gave a man a softer side. That's why you see him pull the chair out for her, open the car door for her, or open the doors for her. They hear the thump in the night, they get up and go check it. I heard something in the backyard. I'll be right back. You get back in the car and lock the door. I'll be right back. 
So we go and check on these fatherless children and widows and their afflictions. See, because when the husband died, the wife used to, I don't care if they were getting along or not, they were still together. They got something for each other. Because when nothing else is there, they can't stay in the same house. They can't drink water around each other. I don't want to see you every day. So they may have some disagreements, but they don't want to separate. They still want to be in that marriage. So they stay together. Now he dead. Now she dead. Who going to go over here and, and, and encourage these people? Who going to see after the widower? Or are they going to make excuses? And some people say, well, they got children. But how many know children don't come and see about parents? Many children don't come and see about parents because they think parents stronger than them. Parents got it. And some folks mad with their parents. And some folks say, I can't talk to him. I can't talk to her. They talk foolish. I don't even want. Widows and their affliction. When they lost somebody, they afflicted. They going through. They hurt. This has never happened to them before. I've been with this woman 20 years. I've been with her 10 years. I've been with her 5 years. Whatever it is, 40 years, 50 years. God is trying to get us to give something and not look for the hookup. Bring something to his table. Something he can use so that he can make it a twofold blessing. He's going to bless you for going seeing about them fatherless children and them widows. He's going to bless the children because you went and blessed them. He used you to bless them with clothes, food, or just your appearance, good talk, whatever it was. He's going to use you and bless you for doing it for the widow, and the widow is blessed because he used you to come over there to bless them. And then, again, you blessed for doing it. But we forget this. We forget this. So we, 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 we've sown much in the wrong place. We've sown the Benny Hinn, we've sown the T.D. Jakes, we bought uh, them books, uh, A Woman Thou Art Loose and Loose Me Woman and whatever they is, we bought all of this. And I take that back, not we, but many. Many went to the Juanita Bynum concerts and and gave much money and, and, and got a word of prophecy and all of this stuff. But they never went to see about the fatherless children. They never went to see about the widow. They never went to see about the elderly. They never went to see about the sick. And Jesus told them about it. When I was sick, you didn't visit me. When I was hungry, you didn't feed me. I was out here naked. You didn't give me no clothes. I got locked up. You didn't come and see about me. They said, well, when that happened to you, he said, when you've done it unto the least one, you've done it unto me. When you did it for strangers, people you didn't know nothing about, people ain't never did nothing for you and will never do nothing for you. When you've done this unto them, you've done it unto me. So you went over there to the church and, and you gave to the fish fry, the building fund, or they was buying the pastor something for his anniversary, you, you, you gave to all of that, and you bring back little, that didn't really prosper you. You still want the house on the hill with the dog. All of that, you didn't get that house on that hill with the dog named Fluffy. You still didn't get the Beamer. You still didn't get the Beans. 
You sold much, but again, in the wrong places. And bring in little. You eat, but have not enough. You drank, but you're not filled with drink. You clothe you, but there is none warm. You got no warm clothes. Still around here with that summer stuff on. And he that earnest wages, earnest wages to put into a bag with holes. You'll never have enough. You will never get enough. It can never be enough for you because you're not doing it right. But yet we want to scream, Jesus, Jesus, Lord, bless me, bless me, bless me. Bless word miracles in my life. We got to do what it takes to get God to move. Our life must touch him by the things we are doing unto him in obedience to his word. Not mine, not my word, but his word. James said it. James even talked about faith. He talks about temptation. I, I, I like uh, Inspiration TV. I really do, 4 o'clock in the morning. They have different speakers on there. They're all prosperity speakers now. They're all talking about giving so you can get money. And they all have different uh, testimonies about money and, and, and people and money, you know. Uh, Mike Murdoch, he wanted to teach you to read a lot about millionaires, how they got money and this and, and that. But one thing I give them credit for, is they believe in planting. They believe believe in giving something to get something back. They're not trying to use God. Now, i got to give them that. And God does give seed to the sower. He gives seed to them that want to plant. And this morning, if you want to plant, to the widow and tell God about it. If you want to plant to the fatherless children, tell God about it. If you want to plant to the sick, tell God about it. You want to plant to those in prison, oh, thank you, Jesus. Tell God about it. Those in jail, tell God about it. You want to plant to the street walker, the lady of the evening, tell God about it. You want to plant to the dope man, the boy out there selling dope, whoever supplying the dope, tell God about whatever it is. And the things that you don't like, tell God about that and ask God if he can use you to make a change about it. Yeah, this is what we got to do. Yeah, I, I, I just can't stand to see a hungry child. Ooh, that'll get on my nerve right quick. Oh, that'll take me somewhere. Not no hungry child. I I, I can't take it that a grown adult is hungry. Mm-mm, I don't like all that. So even if I got to come and cook a pot of rice and make some gravy and that's it, because that's all I got, I'm willing to do that and, 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 and share with them. I'll just give that to them. It's not much, but, hey, it'll stop the hunger pains. Once it hits your stomach, your stomach don't know if you're full from steak or what you're full from. It knows that it's been satisfied. The hunger went away. 
Now, later on, you know, the bloodstream, all of that, and they know something. Well, she ate pork, I'm going to raise the blood pressure. She ate too much sugar, I'm going to raise the sugar level. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But once you go, it really don't know if you was full of pork and beans or lima beans. It just knows you're full. So these are the things we want to start looking at so that we can touch God. When a man weighs, please. And when we touch him, hey, he's going to move for us. Hallelujah. Many mornings you've heard me go off in the praise right here. Many mornings I've been drunk in the spirit. Oh, oh, my, my, my. But guess what happened? My life was touching him. He touched me back. His spirit came not only just in me but upon me. Because I was touching him with the words I was saying, meaning from my heart, and sharing with you. I was sharing the truth, and it touched God. I get off the air. Before I get off the air, I'm blessed. I tried many times to get people to come with me to be blessed, one or two. One or two. Always leading Dr. Good. <laughs> and I saw that. I said, well, Lord... I'm not going to bring nothing else. Maybe it's not enough people. Maybe it's not the people that want this kind of thing. I'm not bringing nothing else. Not asking. Not asking like that. Yeah. And the Lord bless. Yeah, he bless. And I thank him for it. Over and over he showed me, you got this situation, I'm able to fix it. Don't worry about that. I can fix this situation. You think that's a problem? That's no problem for me. It's a problem for you. Is there anything too hard for me to do? There's nothing too hard for me to do. With man, it's impossible. But with me, it's possible. You can do all things through me, Barbara, as I strengthen you. You can resist temptation. You can resist lust. You don't have to sin. Yeah. When you're tempted, turn away from temptation. You don't want to do it, don't do it. And if you want to do it, but you know you shouldn't do it, turn away from it. Those temptations come and you got to endure it. And I just want you to know you're being tried. And if you resist it, you're going to receive a crown of life. I promise this to them that love me. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, And I'm feeling low. I'm feeling like everybody else got everything, and I don't have very much, Lord. He'll show you. I need your life to touch me. You're sitting up thinking on what I'm going to give you and what you can get from me, but I need you to live a life that will touch me. And once I see where your heart really is, I'll open up the windows of heaven and pull you out a blessing you don't have room enough to receive. But what I learned, too, about God is this. I don't need all that I think I need. I don't have to have all that 
I think I won't. This is not my home. I'm passing through. He'll bless me to be comfortable here. I'm talking to him now about that walk-in bathtub. Y'all seen them commercials? <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. They got a wide door. They got the kind with the shower connected. You can take the bath or the shower. I want to soak in the in the tub. And when I get out, I just get up, you know, let the water out, get up and just step out the tub. Dry off, I'm good to go. Lotion up, grease up, whatever I do, and I'm good to go. Yeah. Because y'all know the regular tub, you usually step down in the tub. And I want to step up or just walk in flat, you know, just walk in, shut the door, you know, run the water, get in there, run the water. Some of them have jets and, and, and bubbles and all kind of stuff. I don't need all of that. Yeah, I just need the tub that I got me some warm water or whatever kind of water I want, you know, the shower right there. If I decide to shower instead of have the bath, I can do either one. I told y'all, I spoke things. I spoke things and continue to speak it. And I'm like Job. Though it tarry yet, I'm going to wait for it. I needed my gutters clean. The man came Monday, I think it was, clean and repaired the gutters. Now there's another project. And God began to show me, you don't have to do all this at one time. And I'll make a way when the man came on Monday to, to clean and repair gutters. I didn't have $300. He said, no problem. Uh, what date you going to pay me? And I told him, he was like, okay, oh, no, 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 ain't no problem, ain't no problem. You needed this done. You've been waiting on me to come and do it because he's a bad boy when it comes to them gutters. So I waited and waited and waited. And then I had debris look like on it, you know, from the top screen. I'm still waiting on this particular gutter man because when he come and do it, it's going to be done right. Now all I got to do is call this one man. He going to come over and pressure wash the lanai, the floor of the lanai. Cover the pool, huh? They that wait on the Lord. You're going to renew your strength. He's going to strengthen your heart. Be of good courage. He's going to strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. It's coming. You just got to wait for it. You ask in faith. Nothing wavering. You let the power of life and death be in your tongue. You spoke those things that are not as though they were. It's coming. And how many know before the blessing the enemy gets real, real busy? Oh, he acts a pure donkey. Can't stop your blessing, but he wants to aggravate and harass you. But I have something for that. I have songs of Zion. He was there all the time. Hallelujah. 
for another new year. We thank you for another month of January. You didn't have to do it, but you did. So much is going on. Things could have been cut off a long time ago, but, Father, you wish that none should perish. And your harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. And we're asking you this morning to send more labors into the vineyard. Oh, Father, we ask that you would stir up the gifts in us and remember what you called and chose us to do. And that, God, we'll begin to obey you at any cost. Help us, Lord, because many times we've sown in the wrong place. And, Lord, there are holes in our pockets. But we ask this morning that this formula that you have given us, that, God, you would stir it up in us to follow the formula, God, so that the holes can be repaired in our pockets, that we can have much to continue to give much in the name of Jesus. We bind up the spirit of poverty off your people this morning in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we cast it back to the pits of hell in the name of Jesus. We lose prosperity to your people. We, we lose a prosperous people in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we know you're able to do it. Seal the holes, God. Give us a spirit of obedience unto you like never before and unto your word. God, let us hear from you and let us know, make it plain, make it clear that it's you speaking to us. Do it, Father, in the name of Jesus. These are your people, and one day you're coming back looking for them. And, God, you're preparing us right now to get the the spots and the wrinkles out. If we would obey your word, help us today, Lord Jesus. We all need it. We all need you. Father, we come this morning asking that your will would be done and that your kingdom come. We ask you this day to forgive us, Lord, and help us to forgive those that has trespassed against us. And we ask this morning that you would lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Father, yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. We thank you today, God, for being able to pray. We thank you that not only you hear, but you answer. We bring the sick before you this morning. Father, we ask that you would touch and heal this day in the name of Jesus. We ask this morning, Father, that you would fix it for the sick that's here. The sick that's hearing this message. God, help this morning. Open up your people's eyes. Open up their spiritual ears. Open up their heart where you flow from, God, in the name of Jesus. Heal spiritually, mentally, and physically this day in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We come this morning asking, Father, that you would bless those that are incarcerated, those that are in your word, those that are striving for perfection in you that are incarcerated, those that want to come home and do right by you. Bless this day in the name of Jesus. And, Father, those that don't know you and those that have a form of godliness, God, you wish that none should perish. I ask that you would fix it for them. Send somebody to plant the seed, and I know you'll send somebody to water. But, God, we're looking to you for the increase in the name of Jesus. We ask this morning that, Father, you would bless widows, bless fatherless children, bereaved families, 
intercessory prayer people everywhere, praying in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask this morning that you would bless your preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. Have mercy this morning, O God, Ah, in the name of Jesus. Bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem. Father, they belong to you, and God, we know that you're able to take care of them. Do it today in the name of Jesus. If it be your will, God, not our will, but your will be done. But, Lord, we love them, and we need you to prosper them, and we need you to fix it for them today. You said if we love them, you would prosper us. Father, do it in the name of Jesus. Remember all our brothers and sisters overseas this morning. Many are seeking you. God, there are many things that they need. Teach them as well today in the name of Jesus. Those that's listening to this broadcast, God, I ask this morning in the name of Jesus that you would increase their territory and that, God, you would pour out more upon them, especially as they obey your word today in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for hearing this morning. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you for answering. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Are oh, they standing in need today, God? Move by your spirit. Mm. In the name of Jesus. Father, we ask this morning, touching and agreeing, that, Father, you would bless America continue. Father, we ask that you would bring America, every American on their knees and Sincere prayer that God in repentance unto you in the name of Jesus. With you, all things are possible. I know that you, you change your mind, even God. You can even change your mind. Hallelujah. Do it for America today. Lord, I ask that you would turn it around and, and set it straight. Come in and fix what's broken. Lord, we ask that you would drive out the devil, drive out liars, drive out cheaters, oh God. Drive out them that are not for the people in the name of Jesus. All you know what's best today. And Father, we believe you. Hallelujah. We thank you this morning. Continue, God, to bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Continue to have your way here. Continue to bless your people. God, every caller and every listener every family member of theirs and every friend, moved by your spirit for these, your people today, in the name of Jesus. Lord, those that need finances, those that need food, a place to live, God, they even need things at where they are worked out. Do it for them today, in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning. We thank you for hearing, Father. We thank you for answering us. Oh, we thank you for turning things around for our good today. We bless the name of Jesus. We lift you up, Father. Oh, we lift you up so that you can also draw others unto you. We thank you this morning. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise. And, Father, we ask it all again in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you. All we can say, thank you enough. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All we give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, His Majesty. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Ah, oh, you know what your people stand in the need of the day, God. Move by your spirit for these your people. Ah, oh, they need you today, God. They can't make it without you. They can't do it without you. God, even in their lives touching you, Lord, they need you to come in. We all need you to come in and strengthen us oh, that our lives would touch you. And not just for stuff and things but so that you'll know that we're real in our heart for you today. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Open their spiritual ears. Open their spiritual eyes today. Many are leaving here, God. We don't, we don't know when our number is called. We, don't, we won't know until it's called. Lord, help us to get right with you and make our calling and election sure. That, Father, when we close our eyes on this side for the last time, we're resting out in you, resting assured that heaven really is our home. We're going back with you one day to spend eternity. Or do it for us today. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you today, God. We thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for hearing. Thank you for answering. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We know it won't be a whole lot, but this faithful few, oh God, this faithful few, hey, do it for them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hey, do it, God. Have your way, Lord, even in their lives. Move by your spirit for these, your people, mm, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory and honor, and Father, we praise you, and we worship you this day in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, his majesty. Oh, we're grateful unto you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we bless you. We bless you. Thank you, Lord.
barns this morning and spirit fall down on me. Hallelujah. God, I need you today. Oh, I need you to lead and guide me. I need a fresh anointing. Send your spirit fresh upon me today. That Father, obey at any cost. I will love you from a sincere heart. God, I will obey you any cost. No matter what it costs me, Lord, I will do it. If I look like a fool, no matter what the cost is, God, let do it in you today and you and for you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I tell you God is doing some things for us, this faithful few, God is sending a word if we will pay attention and obey. Yeah, he's preparing us. Because he already prepared 2021. He already set that up for us. Yeah, all we got to do now is know what to do to him. Let our lives touch him. Let your life touch God. Really take inventory this morning. Self-inventory. And let our lives touch God. Get in that word. Cut the news off. Stop listening by corona, this, that, and the other. Trust God today. Cry out to him. David said, I cried unto the Lord, and he heard my cry. Hallelujah. Sometimes we got to cry unto him because, Lord, this is so serious for me. God, I need you to move in this area. Uh, yeah, it's not about money and stuff and things. It's about us getting it right with him. And I tell you, he said in his word, if we'll delight ourselves in He'll give us the desires of our heart. It will seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. All these things will be added. Oh, yeah. But we got to follow his Yeah, the first part of each one of these scriptures is most important. Because when we get that done, God will do what he said he would do for us. Hallelujah. The studio is open. And if there's anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free. To press that number one and come in, uh, and we're working on sealing the holes in our pockets. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yeah, we don't want our money falling out. Mm-mm. I don't want anybody else getting my blessing. I want my own blessing. <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> and we thank God today. All right, Brother Frank, I'm coming at you right now. <laughs> Good morning, sir. God bless you. How are you? I want to say good morning to you as well, and each and every one on the line. Good morning, good morning. Oh, just great to be here again this morning. I thank God for being here, being able to hear the word and get the fulfillment of it in Jesus' name. So good morning to each and every one. Amen. Amen. Brother Frank, have your sister come back yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she, she's okay. up with the medicine, yes. And the okay. doctor came out yesterday and saw me and everything. And everything was okay. And okay. So just got to call the VA today to set up an appointment for, for, us, for my feet and a couple of okay. other things. But other than that, Give me my test, and I give blood next week, and they'll see, you know, check everything else out. But so far, God's blessing, everything is good, and uh, I continue trusting in the Lord. Amen. 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 Amen.
knowing that having faith is knowing that whatever he's doing is going to stay done and it's going to be the start completely and believe it, hold on into it. It's oh, I don't see her. But she's going to be better. She's getting better. Yes, sir. Yeah, this too shall pass. This too with you shall pass, Brother Frank. He won't leave you. He won't forsake you. He's going to be with you until the end. Things are not always the way that we desire or even really want them, but God knows what's best, and he's doing it now. And so we thank him, and we keep looking to the hills from which cometh our help, because all of our help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and earth, and we're just grateful, grateful unto him this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you. Ah, thank you. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you today, God. Thank you. For your eyes are in every place. You are beholding the evil and the good. Ah, you made Frank for your pleasure this morning, God. You know what he's standing in need of today. And, Lord, you are a supplier of need according to your riches in glory by your son, Christ Jesus. We thank you today. We thank you for what you've done for him already. Thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to do. Ah, we give you glory this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because he's here and he's answering prayers. And sometimes, like I said, it's not answered in a way that we want it to be answered. But nonetheless, he's doing what he's doing. And anything that he does is good. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm grateful unto him this morning. Thank you, Jesus. There's none like him. Ah, uh, yeah, good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, the things are okay over there. And uh, yeah. I'm grateful unto him for it, yeah. Wish I yeah. could be closer. You know, I could do some things, but God has it all under control. Got it all yeah. under control. And one day I believe all of this going to pass and, uh, we'll be back to where we can travel and do different things, you know, according uh, to his will. And so we just thank him this morning. But prayer can reach where you can. Yeah, prayer can go to uh, Nevada. Hallelujah. Prayer can go to Frank House. Ah, and do for yeah. Frank what he needs for Frank. Hallelujah. And anybody else. So I'm just thankful. Uh, unto him this morning. All right, buddy, I'm coming at you right now. I'm coming at you right now. <laughs> Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Good morning, Miss Barbara. I'm I'm doing well, and the family's well, and and uh, you know I have to once a month just thank you, and give God thanks for you. Um, and uh, I've been listening to you on and off this month, and. I'll just tell you the takeaway. You, you've been very transparent about who you are, the life you've lived, and why you serve God. And I just want to tell you thanks because it has forced me to reevaluate and take a look at myself, my life, and see what areas I need to improve in the things I need to be transparent about with the people around me. 
and how to reinforce my relationship with God. And I also thought about the lady who, when Jesus was in the temple, they brought that lady in who they said was uh, an adulterer. And something that struck me about that passage that I did never saw before, but from listening to you and, and you know, going back, I saw where twice Jesus wrote in the dirt and never said what he wrote, but I can only guess, and I, I was thinking about that this morning, and where in, in the commandments was one of them is thou shalt not kill. The second one, not the second one was, but I also thought that what he said is, judge not, lest ye be judged. Because after he wrote the second time, everyone that was in, in that temple who was judging that woman left. So I'm, I'm glad that you did what you said, what you said this month, and, and, and you know, I hope we all have taken it and and look at ourselves, and, and, and we can employ these things to the people around us and the people that we come in contact with, that we don't judge them, but we give them a hand up. But I, I just want to say thank you for blessing our lives, for being faithful in, in your walk and being transparent as you are about who you are in Christ. So thank you, I love you, and blessings to everybody that's listening. Amen, amen. I love you too, buddy. And God bless you this morning, and I know that God is not through. Uh, it, it's kind of like he haven't even begun to drop it yet, but it's coming. That's what I know. And uh, mm-hmm. when he turn loose, everything, when he drop everything, I know who. <laughs> Oh, I know you're a dance, man. You're going to dance. Yeah, that's how good it's going to be. And I thank God today and the calling on your life, even God is going to call you out front even the more. Yeah, you're coming out front. You know, I know you, you know, you may work with a few people here and there, whatever, but God is going to bring you out to more of a people that, you know, He's going to use you to lead and guide to him. Yeah, and so I thank God for your calling. Thank God for what he chose you for. And I can't say that life has always been perfect and easy for you, but God has always been there because he never leave you. Thank you. He's going to leave you until the end. Hallelujah. And just waiting on him and being of good courage, he's going to spend our hearts. Yeah, I thank you too for once all in it encourages me, and uh, I thank God, you know, that He put people, good people, in my life, you know, families, you know, a mother-in-law and son-in-law. Yeah, because there, there's no man like you to die to good. But you hear me, buddy? <laughs> I love that buddy. I, I don't care what he all don't love, buddy. And I got to tell you right, yeah, I got a good son-in-law. I, I, he this and that and that, yeah. She only mm-hmm. have a 
good sport. At any time you talk to her about it, or the door open, she can say something about you, she gonna give a good report. You.
you are a believer. So since you believe God, you believe Jesus is the son of the true and living God, and God so loved you, he sent his only begotten son, sent his offspring. He's going to do it for you because look what he's allowing for the world. Look what he's doing for the world. So if you could speak it and let go, that's it. God will come in and fix it. Take your mind off it. Yeah, I forgot I even asked for a new soul. Here come the soul. <laughs> I had forgot I even asked for the new refrigerator. Here come the new refrigerator. So I've learned over the years to let go and let God have his way. Oh, uh, yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sister Dodd. <laughs> I knew you would listen. <laughs> And look at this one here. See, I'm fooled with that one right here. <laughs> and that one named Fion. Now, why she had to throw the sweet potato pie in the Sea World Greens in there? I'm right here trying. Now, you're going to have this because I got a sweet potato already done. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone and stick with what I'm going to do with that sweet potato. And it's not sweet potato pie. Yeah, don't tell me something. You know, it don't take much. You, you, you try it all you can, but it really don't take much. And you'll be like, what they call it? F- fell off the wagon, yeah, with the groceries. And I'm trying not to do that. Uh, I even seen the little six pounds. I had a dress I tried on yesterday. And the dress was loose and fit. I said, oh, look at here. You just got to keep going, Barbara. You just got to keep going. Even did me a little twist exercise this morning and uh, trying, just trying. Because even if I do a little bit that I haven't been doing, I'm going to see some results. Yeah, I just have to keep it going. No eating after six and drinking more water, let the sugar go. I do have bread, but I try not to do it big. If I had bread yesterday, I try not to eat none today and that kind of thing. Yeah, and it's already all right. In Jesus' name, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at you, look at you. Got Buddy over there with you. About the box cats. <laughs> guess what? Got him in the freezer. You're wrong. The trim the fat off of him and you're wrong. You're just, just wrong. Hallelujah. We thank God. Listen, I'm going to uh, go to one more because I said I would do this one again today. And, uh, I want to play it so they can hear uh, when they come back to listen. And this one here, it, it, it's the words of this song that blesses. And if we'll remember the words to this song, we can let go and let God. Yeah, because he won't leave us nor forsake us. He's going to be there until the end. He's going to be fixing things for us and blessing us and working things out until the end. If he did this, truly he'll do that. Oh, yeah, I'm a living witness. So let's take a listen to this one, and when we come back, the studio's still open. How many
be a fence all around you. Just a radio. This is Jesus in the Morning Radio. Spreading the good news of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Louis talking about the twelve and check up. When I said I did a little twist exercise this morning. Y'all know he just bad. Y'all know he just bad. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I uh, thank God for that song because he's letting us know, look, when you had life problems, didn't I come and see about you? When your bills was due, didn't I, I pay your bills for you? I, I made a way for your bills to be paid. When you were sad and lonely even, you know, I, I sent my angels. You know, I, I've done so much for you. How much more I got to do so that you'll know how much I love you? Oh, I like that one right there. It reminds me. It reminds me. Let go. Let go. If he did this for you, he will do that for you. But you got to let it go. And many days we got to let us go. You 
you go so that God can come in and do what he needs to do. But we we are people that hold on to things because we want it so bad. And sometimes God is withholding it from us because at the time it won't work together for our good. It'll mess up more than it fix. So he would hold it back from us until the timing is right. When that timing is right, boy, it come in look like, like a flood. And it comes so quick, we in shock. What? What? Is he all right? What, what, how? What? Yeah. But we got to learn to let go so that God, Almighty God that have all power can have his way. And we're going to be all right in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm a living witness. I'm telling you, I spoke what I wanted. And I let it go. Uh-huh. Every now and then, you know, I'm human now. Every now and then it'll try to come back. Nope, 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 nope. I got to let it go. Mm-mm. I can't fix it. Ain't nothing I can do. Things that cost money, especially two or three thousand dollars, I don't have it. So guess what? I got to wait on the Lord and be of a good courage. He's going to strengthen my heart. I just got to wait on. He's going to show me after a while. Is there anything too hard for God? He already asked me, Barbara. With with me, all things are possible. With man, things are impossible. Barbara, is there anything too hard for me to do? Look, you wanted the stove and refrigerator brand new. I gave you, even sent the people to install it and to take the trash away if you wanted the trash to go. You wanted the gutter sticks. I moved. I did all of this so you're not, hey, 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 glory, hallelujah. I did all of this so you you would know just how much I love you. I can't look at the world's way. I can't look at the intellect side. I got to look straight up and down at Jesus, the author and finisher of my faith, my Alpha and Omega, my beginning and my end. He started me, I'll be the one that, that he ended with. He'll be my ending if I stay with him. If I look at what he said, let my life touch him. My life got to touch God. I don't want to be like the world because he's shining on the saints, he's shining on the unjust. Because we hear the world is getting something. Now, I want to be the reason you're getting it. I want to be the light that sit on the hill that can't be here. The candle that sit on the hill that can't be here. You can't miss it. Because the light is shining bright. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. Yeah, I want to be the one holding up the bloodstained banner, letting them know he's so lucky he sent his son to suffer, to bleed, to hang, to die, to conquer all and rise with all power. And guess what he'll do? He'll give us the keys to hell. Did you know that? Did you know God would give you the keys to hell? You can go down in hell and and, and, and do what you got to do down there. Yeah. I had said at one point, I said, well, maybe somebody in hell. And uh, they got to see. He gave us the keys. We can go down in there and get them up out of hell. See, with God, all things are possible. With him, nothing is impossible. Who was that? Was it Hezekiah? 
who he gave the life sentence to, and he turned his face to the wall and got his life extended. God changed his mind. He'll change his mind concerning you. He'll change his mind concerning your children. Because some people love them children so, they'll let them children drag them to hell. I can't do it. Uh, yeah, they, they, they say, they love mama so they'll let mama to hell. I can't do it for Jesus. They say, hey, look, uh, your mama and your brother, they, they, they outside, you know. Jesus said, well, look here, who is my mother and who is my brother except those that's doing the will of my father? Huh? Jesus wasn't caught up into that natural family like that. He had work to get done. He didn't come for his family. Now, if they wanted to receive, gladly do. He come for the world. He come for strength. He didn't know them that he wasn't related to. He was re- related to David, and I, he, he, he came for them too if they wanted. But guess what? He came for strangers. He wished that none should perish. And we got to kind of get in that mode now. We got to get in the mode of being for strangers. Our family members that love us, we want to love them back and show them love. But there are strangers around that we can be a blessing to. Let your life touch God. When you do stuff for folks who can't do nothing back for you, will never do anything back for you, it touches God. I've seen situations where there were strangers, they had nothing, didn't think they were going to get a hold of nothing, and somebody went through and blessed them from their heart. And guess what? God raised the stranger up, and the stranger turned around and blessed them back. You never know. You never know who got to give you a glass of water. You never know who may have to give the ride. Where we are right now, we don't know what the end going to be. This is why I teach uh, 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 my spiritual children, hey, look here, be careful how you treat people. Because that thing may come up again. That same person that you done talk nasty to, they may come up again. And they're one in charge of what you need. Anybody ever see, I, I tell you one movie I was looking at, Hope Float. I saw this movie years ago. And in the Hope Float, the woman, uh, I forgot her name now, she was a prom queen and all this stuff, and she married the football quarterback and all of that, looking good in the eyes of the world and all of that. The quarterback cheated on her with a so-called best friend. On national TV, told it all right there, right quick on national TV. She went back to her hometown, and people didn't have the same thing they had for because she done got grown. She's no more prom queen and all of that. But she needed a job, and she went to apply for a job. And one of the young ladies she had treated real bad in high school didn't remember how bad she treated her. She had to ask this woman for a job. So she got to see some things and learn some things. So here come one of her friends, and they called this woman who was over there, employment agency, Donut. Yeah, a 
whatever they call it. She's a donut's best friend. And that, when that that old friend came trying to talk to her about that woman, she Sandra Bullock. Thank you, brother Lewis. She had to go. Oh no, I don't. I don't, I don't want to talk about uh, her and no donuts. I don't want to talk about nobody. Cause see, she got the situation. She told me, oh, you look fantastic. That's the way to get Bill back. She was like, no, no, I ain't doing this to try to get Bill back. Because, see, she knew in her heart Bill wasn't coming back. And if it had been me, I couldn't take Bill back, and he cheated with my best friend. And the best friend, y'all, we can't be friends. Tell me I'll walk through fire for her. How you going to walk through some fire for somebody <laughs> and you with their husband? About he don't love you no more. He loved me, and now he want to marry me. If that wasn't the craziest thing, but people they make excuses. Oh, I understand. I don't understand it. I face reality. I face for no that I, I don't understand. But see, the world is not seeking God, so they're not seeking God. So it's the anything go show. Because I'd have been telling a girl, look here, do you want Bill back? She ain't got no, uh, she ain't got no real hold on Bill. Bill over there tripping in his flesh. Let's get together and pray. You want him back? Stand your ground. Bill coming home. That's your husband. Yeah, I seen that. I seen on what love got to do with it. it, it, it anybody seen that with Tina Turner and Ike? Look at here. Lorraine was getting them whoopings and things over there. Lorraine was being treated like a dog. She wanted what Lorraine had. She got it. Now, she got them whoopings and got treated like a dog. But people make excuses. Oh, poor Tina. No, Tina got what Tina deserved. Because you put yourself in that woman's place. You took Lorraine's spot. So you're going to get one. But she might have got a little bit more than Lorraine was getting. Because see, Ike was gone. Lorraine had some peace. Yeah. Tina married him and was a, a, a singer with him. So when he went to perform, she was there leading in the performance. Oh, yeah. See, I face reality. Yeah, I see it for what it really is. All that covering up. Back in the day, I used to feel bad for, you know, like the world, because I was in the world. To look to. Not to President Biden. We need to pray for President Biden. Not to the preacher. We need to pray for the preacher because he's still a man of the cloth. But he's still a man. We just need to start to pray because there's something wrong with the earth, God, and the earth is yours and the fullness of it. So, God, please step in and make us wise in our foolish ways. That's my prayer today, Jesus. Thank you, Sister Barbara. Amen. God thank bless you. you this morning. God bless you. We thank God for you. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's what we think in our minds, what has happened to our minds. It's where your mind is. What's in your mind? See, because yeah. if it's not God, then there's something else. Yeah. If we don't him, he'll be there, but... We're not giving him what he needs to lead and guide us to move in the way. 
because we're too hyped and too busy on this other stuff. Yeah, that is ridiculous. But yet we say we believers, but yet we're the people of God. Yeah. One more thing, Barbara. If we don't put ourselves in position, if we're in the wrong place, holding something look like a gun, this, 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 this person is a policeman. They got a half a second to decide whether you're going to kill them or they got to kill you. Let's not put ourselves in position to be, oh, that another killing. First of all, stop, stop, stop. What did Jesus say to man when he came and got God? She's not dead. She's only asleep. We need to realize who God is and who we are. I don't think God said, what color is God's skin? It's black, yellow, white. That's what color God is. We need to stop looking at the skin color and start looking at the Heavenly Father and say, Lord, please change the situation of this earth. Heal the sickness that's on this earth. Heal the mental faults of our people. And take us by our hand and lead me on. That used to be a church song they say. Precious Lord, take my hand and lead me on. That's all I want God to do is lead and guide me. I can't listen to what the world is saying because I tell you, you listen to the world, you wind up somewhere you don't want to be to go to what the Bible says. And if the Bible is not saying what you're telling me, I just go, oh, thank you. I try to be polite. But my nights, I'm sitting here reading the Bible because that's the only thing going to save me from corona, from leprosy, from whatever is going on. The Bible and Jesus is the only thing going to save me. I don't know no one that's got up on the cross and died for me but Jesus. I, you, you want me to give you my only son, God? I gave you mine. Okay, God, if you want me to give it to you, I want to be like Abraham. I want to take the lab, and we'll be back. That's what he told his people. Don't go with me. I'm taking Isaac, and we'll be. He had enough faith to know if I'm going to sacrifice my son, God's going to either save him or he'll bring him back to me. Trust God with all your ways. Acknowledge him. Because believe this or not, Jesus always have a ram in the bush. A ram in the bush, Father. I don't think God say, okay, I'm going I'm to let y'all uh, kill my son and that's it. No. The ram in the bush. He started out with Adam and Eve. See, Adam had dominion over God, and he named, that's a snake, that's a bird, that's a bat. Adam's mind, he just allowed the world, I'll say the world, fuse him. So when God came for Adam, Adam, where art thou? God knew where he was. I'm hiding, I'm naked. How you know you're naked, Adam? Oh, you went to the one thing I told you not to do, Jerry. I asked you, Jerry, not to do that, and you got to do it. 
God, I, I get up every morning asking, forgive me, Father. But I have sinned, not against myself. I sin against the Lord. So, God, please have mercy on me. Because for everything you do that God asks you not to do, there will be repercussions. And I don't want to have to travel back through the Red Sea again. So I don't want to start all over. I want to keep going forward, Lord. If he say, Jerry, you're going to fast for 40 days. Well, I fast for 28. Okay, Jerry, let's start back over again. I was halfway there. But that's not good enough, Jerry. I asked you for 40 days. That's not asking much. I give you 365. You can't give me 40? Jerry, I give you $100. You can't give me 10 of it? Right. Jerry, I gave you a good job at 19. You can't give me 10% and keep the rest? Be careful who we follow. Precious Lord, take my hand and lead me on. Because sin will always take you further than you want to go if you stay in it. This is why I teach people, hey, don't 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 watch porn. Don't get into that. Because that porn will take you further than you want to go. Keep watching it and watch what happened to you. God evil done creeped in. Because I don't know people who want to watch other people having sexual relations. Have your own. You got a wife. You got a husband. Have your own. But you understand he's not interested. Well, what was you doing to make him interested enough to marry you? Go back. Reflect back on those things and do those things. Because what it took to get him, it'll take the same to keep him. What it took to get her, it'll take the same to keep her. That's why I encourage men, don't buy women. Don't come talking about all that you do and I buy flowers for birthdays, I do this, because once you get in there and get comfortable, you'll probably forget because you done got comfortable. Birthday come, you done forgot. (laughs) So do what you know that's you. And if every now and then you desire to buy your wife a gift, do it. Every now and then you desire to buy your husband a gift, do it. The both of you always talking, 